0: Welcome to the Trust Corner. Moving organizations to the cloud is becoming crucial for entities to be able to scale, better manage customer expectations, reduce costs, and innovate with speed and agility. This transformation requires more than a few technical changes to make the transition and deployment successful. What are other aspects of the cloud, and what should customers be aware of? How can cloud providers help customers during this transition? Our guest today is Jay foden Velzen, Strategic Advisor to the Chief Security Officer at SAP. Before his current position, he led SAP's multi-cloud SEC DevOps team, covering over 12,000 cloud accounts across AWS, Azure, GCP, and Alibaba Cloud. He grew a team of five engineers to 25 to support the security of SAP's ongoing transformation into public cloud. He has led multiple security initiatives supported by the CSO, CISO, and the executive board, aligning teams across the board areas to improve SAP's cloud security posture. Welcome to the Trust Corner today, Jay.
1: Thank you so much, Elena.
0: Your experience has covered different aspects of security, and you have led security initiatives at SAP. Tell us more about your background. What led you to your current role?
1: So uh, you know, we can go either really far back or not so far back, but I'm essentially a frustrated hacker from the 90s uh, that never got into the industry until that became more acceptable. Um, I was lucky uh, already being at SAP after a bunch of other roles to uh, get into IoT and OT security uh, in 2015 and um that went to 2019 and then i had the opportunity to get into cloud security operations and an opportunity to get me um to do security rather than advising because i'd done a lot of advising before then and um as your introduction said uh, we went through quite a dramatic cloud transformation Uh, In the last couple of years, and by the end of it, Tim asked me if I would join his leadership team, which I would happily did. Uh, Tim, of course, is Tim McKnight, the Chief Security Officer, who I'm strategic advisor to.
0: Since the beginning of the pandemic, cloud transformation has become a priority for businesses, and the rate of adoption increased at an unprecedented rate. What was the main challenge you were tasked with solving for SAP during that transformation period, and specifically for the cloud transformation?
1: I think what was like the, what I was tasked with was uh, to drive uh, uh, security transformations in the cloud. What I think was ultimately more the challenge was that it wasn't so much a technical aspect. But that cloud transformation in general is really hard and is often more an organizational challenge. So it's like trying to get very cloudy people together with people that are just moving into the cloud or come from a different background or even um, organizational business functions like uh, HR or um, finance and administration uh, where budgets work in a different way and are not quite ready, maybe at some point for what you're actually trying to do. I think that's been the really interesting part, how cloud transformation is really something that goes through an entire organization, even to people who think that it's something that happens over there, you know, by the technical people and the engineers, but it cascades into the business processes that makes a whole organization runs and that, that I find fascinating.
0: A big difference between the on-premise and cloud is how security is implemented and the responsibilities the cloud provider and the customer have during the transformation. What is, why do you think security is critical and crucial in an organization's transformation as they move into the cloud?
1: I think that there's two aspects to it. Is the first of all, especially when we're talking about our customers, is that responsibilities change. Right? because instead of running software that SAP uh, provide uh, to you yourself or through a partner that you chose, now SAP runs that and your visibility in that landscape changes. And you now have to deal with a software provider like SAP that you negotiate to a certain extent uh, different responsibilities with. If that's also a public cloud on top of that, You have multiple parties involved that make that more challenging in in general. Um, On top of that, of course, everything moves really fast in the cloud. So there's a technical challenge as well for changes in the platforms, in the cloud providers themselves, uh, but also in the technologies that we use as we transition to um, microservice-based architectures and Kubernetes or API um, uh, applications that interact with each other over APIs, that changes the way uh, the security is handled versus how it was run in a data center before. So you have both a, a a technology challenge of new platforms, new infrastructure, new ways of doing things, uh, new way of even deploying code. Uh, And at the same time, that sort of fragmentation that you get of responsibilities where somebody is losing a little bit of control, somebody else is uh, providing new services for you uh, that everybody goes through one way or the other if you're a direct customer of a major cloud provider or if you're a, a customer of a SaaS service.
0: So Jay, we ourselves at SAP have been going through a transformation in the past few years. And that, of course, presented great opportunities for us, but also unexpected challenges. What lessons can other organizations learn from our own transformation to the cloud? What would you recommend to them?
1: So the, some of the things are, that I've mentioned is are maybe a little bit obvious because you hear them a lot, but that's because they're true. Um, Like lifting and shifting workloads directly to the cloud doesn't really work well. It it doesn't give you the benefits that you would get from a more cloud native approach. And that also goes for security tooling. So there's new classes of problems uh, that you suddenly have to deal with and they may not be captured by the tooling that's already in place in the data center. For instance, like network security gets very, very different um, than um, what it was in a, in a data center side. Um, so trying to look for like new ways of doing the basics that you've already done, but not the same way, but in a cloud native way, uh, I would say is uh, really lesson number one. The second lesson, and this is one that we stumbled upon almost naturally because of the way I think the uh, SAP is a business process company and we fixed shadow IT in public cloud very early on through centralized cloud account management and billing, um, which meant that we always know who owns a cloud account at least. Um, It gets more complex once you get further down into the resource level, but uh, we know from peers and customers that many uh, of them are still struggling with shadow IT and having a central billing um, and cross-charging where there's a, a single organization that everybody gets their cloud accounts from was extremely important for us, not just in general asset management, but in uh, security remediation and security incident response. And then the last thing is, is and it ties maybe a bit with the with the first one, is to adopt a cloud native DevOps mindset, not just in uh, developer teams, when we talk about DevSecOps of uh, security baked into all of the step of the uh, DevOps and developer lifecycle, but also apply that to security operations. Uh, So on the flip side of DevSecOps, we have SecDevOps, uh, which is the security operations in a DevOps approach, uh, so that you adjust yourself to not only how your developer teams are working, but also to how the cloud works. Uh, and that has been very beneficial in accelerating um, what we've been able to do in uh, uh, as we made the cloud more secure for SAP.
0: Fantastic. Jay, in this podcast, we've also discussed the importance of trust for business growth, and we're seeing more and more organizations establish their own trust offices. How does trust come into play in cloud security?
1: I think it's more important than ever. Uh, it's uh, partially related to what I mentioned before about the uh, additional responsibility that we as SAP take on. And as a result, uh, the trust that customers place in us to run some of their most critical uh, business operations on top of something that we provide. Uh, so they have to make sure, be sure that, you know, that trust is actually uh, justified. So we uh, are very aware of that responsibility, uh, maybe sometimes a bit too much. And yeah, it's something that uh, occasionally keeps me up at night, but we have to make sure that we do the very best that we can to protect these workloads. So we understand the responsibilities that we carry. And we also know that you know the usual Uh, methods by which we communicate that through, for instance, third-party SOC 2 reports and so on, is they're not always satisfactory, right? Like they're attestations that you're doing the things that you say that you do. But if you're a customer, then that still means that somebody else says that you're doing a good job who has also looked at the certificate of somebody else saying that they're doing a good job Uh, Which is why we always uh, talk quite openly about how we do these cloud security processes in SAP, whether it's through uh, our trust center, but also on um, uh, webinars and um, uh, conference talks uh, by describing what we actually do and how we manage our compliance vulnerability processes, how we remediate them through the organization to make sure that they're followed up on and try and find increasingly more ways of how can we can be more and more transparent to make sure that trust that customers place in us is indeed justified.
0: What do you think executives and organizations may be overlooking when making the leap into the cloud?
1: That you're not ready. That sounds tough, but like everybody thinks that they're ready, but they're not ready. And that's okay, like, that's why I'm saying it, it's like, it's okay that you're going to run into things that you didn't know, or that you weren't prepared for, right, like that happened to us all the time, because you don't, you may have certain expectations, and you plan well, but then you realize like, okay, actually, now that this is in place, it didn't work quite as well as I hoped, but we learned so much along the way, that you now are adjusting. Right? like We are planning already for the third way of doing asset management, not because the first time around we didn't think it was going to work, but we thought it was going to work. And then you find out all kinds of difficulties and challenges of um, how that actually cascades through the organization. You come up with a second one. Of course, you think that you're uh, going to do it right, and then you realize that there's another layer of, of uh, complexity to that. Uh, So I think uh, that's kind of the fascinating part is that like becoming ready is essentially by adjusting yourself to this cloud native cyclical process of continuous improvement where uh, with best intentions, you make progress, learn from that along the way and be happy to replace that again uh, when you realize it's not quite working as well as you hoped it did.
0: Indeed. You mentioned before, Jay, that moving to the cloud is a process that involves multiple organizations within an organization. And that uh, is ultimately what is core to the success of a lot of uh, business processes. Uh, What should companies prioritize to optimize their transition to the cloud?
1: I would say like the basics is still the most important, specifically if we're talking about security now. And that is to keep doors locked, keep vulnerabilities under control and keep secrets secret. Uh, These are really the most common causes of security breaches uh, in uh, public cloud landscapes, and they have been for several years. Uh, So this sounds sometimes a little bit like the boring part, but doing compliance well is actually really pays off because it keeps the doors locked. right? Uh, have mechanisms in place to make sure that uh, admin ports are closed off that um, uh, data transfers are encrypted with modern uh, encryption standards and by making sure that you automate these things uh, you really make a significant difference like the last thing anybody wants to see is uh, these newspaper articles with you know a misconfigured a storage bucket or a known vulnerability uh, led to some kind of security breach. And if you, you know, follow the the media around these things, that's really the most common re- ways uh, these breaches happen. So making sure that you get the basics right is really the the most important thing. Take care of those pieces first.
0: Right. Uh, Jay, before the podcast, we also talked um, about the importance of talent development. We know that the demand for cloud security is on the rise, and the demand for these professionals is growing too. What skills are you looking for when hiring security professionals, and what is your perspective on talent development?
1: So this is really close to my heart, and partially it's because I really passionately believe in a diverse uh, workforce in security, uh, because I think it makes us better, but also by necessity, right? We have essentially six different cloud providers for just for public cloud. And then there's an additional one uh, within uh, SAP, our converged cloud. That means that it's impossible to hire for. We already have several hundred thousand um, open uh, cybersecurity positions in just North America or the US. I saw somewhere that was three to four million worldwide. Um, it's hard enough to get cloud security experts for one cloud, let alone two. Can you imagine what it's like for four to six? All right. So there is no opportunity for us to hire these cloud engineers, the ones that have the experience over six clouds. Essentially, they already work at SAP. So um, what we've done is we hired for talent, uh, looking for people that had a passion for security, uh, that maybe had some dev skills, maybe had some cloud skills, uh, maybe had some um, security operations skills, brought them together in teams and encouraged to hack out of them, gave them really cool projects to do and uh, built you know, fantastic team uh, of uh, cloud security engineers out of that. So I think the the, the key thing is to look for talent in areas that others overlooked. Some of the people uh, that we hired had resumes that, you know, didn't have CISP on it or five security certifications. Um, Hire for the talent and the ability to adapt and the passion for security and then create a very positive and supportive work environment with constant learning. So that there's uh, both uh, formal training available as well as uh, the the challenge in continuously innovating across these large cloud landscapes um, that we have.
0: Great, thank you, Jay. We hope that this is gonna help all of us improve our talent Pool and improve our access to diverse talent, which is what we definitely are all seeking. What's your best advice for companies that are considering moving their processes to the cloud? What would you recommend to them?
1: I think what we've seen really internally, uh, because cloud transformation is hard, uh, you need to find cloud transformation champions within the organization, within your own organization. Like it's good, fine to get some advice from outside, but you kind of have to get some true believers within the organization that are reasonably well-connected, that um, people trust and have the passion and willingness to you know, drive what needs to happen, keep everybody you know, in the same direction, um, uh, because change is hard. Um, these champions are going to ask for changes in business processes that you may not initially understand why they're doing it. There may be some internal conflict, there may be some resistance, and it's much better if that comes from uh, people that are already you know, sort of respected or well known um, within the organization. And of course, these people also need to. You know, have a certain personality. So like enabling empathetic uh, is definitely useful. But the the main reason, uh, I think it's important for these people to come within the organization itself, uh, beyond that um, initial respect is that every company is different, right? Like, there's a lot of advice out there. But every transformation is a little bit different uh, because of the culture that each of the or- our organizations have um, we're a business process company and changing business processes is much easier than say onboarding a new security tool to everybody in the organization right whereas uh, in other places that I've talked to um, that is one of the easiest thing to do but they have much more trouble um, adapting business processes. So like the people that are already within the organization will know the culture best uh, and therefore will be better positioned to figure out what the organization can bear at what time as we grow through this cloud transformation altogether.
0: Jay, thank you for sharing your advice, your perspective and thank you for joining us on the Trust Corner.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Elena. This was great.
0: Yeah.